Welcome to Season 2, Episode... What episode is this? It's Episode 5. Episode 5 of The Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen, I can't believe that I can't remember what episode this is. <laughs> because there's been so many. You know, each episode is in and of itself its own universe. It really is. I mean... And it's hard to keep track when the universe keeps expanding into into infinity. It's expanding in a way that, and exploding in a way that's just so hard to keep track of this stuff. It it is. It is. So I think think this week we're going to take our audience behind the scenes at the MN Corner. corner. Because, Because I know... To our listeners, we are a well-oiled machine, <laughs> and we come, we bring our A game every week, and we come with a fully fleshed out itinerary of what we want to discuss. And you know, I, we we also want to bring our loyal listeners, you know, behind the curtains to see how the magic is made, how art yeah, is the made. Magic, yeah. But you know what they say: you don't want to see how laws or sausages <laughs> or podcasts are made. This is no, nah, this is this so, is prettier than than sausage. Come on, that's true. Doesn't taste as good, I don't think. But you know, so so uh, is this. So this is a sausage fest. <laughs> so you know, in in trying to bring those those listeners in, you know, let's give our our, our process here. So there's know, a process. Yeah, there's a process. So so what are we going to oh, talk about this right. week? Uh, there doesn't seem to be much going on in the world. I don't, I don't know. Think. I mean, uh, there's some stuff. What should we? See. I don't know. There's like. Uh, I don't, I don't want to trivialize anything by, <laughs> you know, pointing out like, oh, there was another mass murder in this country. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, we could talk about that, but that's we kind of a bummer, that. man. Yeah. I mean, like, that fucking guns. I don't want to bring bump, everybody down. Bump stock. Doing the bump. Doing the bump. I think, what? I think bump stock is going to be the word of the week. <laughs> bump stock is the word of the week for a bunch of fucking fuck assholes. Because bump stock was up until this week? Yeah, and no one... Apparently, all these guys who passed laws saying it was okay to sell bump stocks on the internet had no idea what it was. Like, that fucking moron Paul Ryan, it's like, I had no idea what one was until it was revealed that the shooter of 58 people plus himself and 500 plus injured was using one. Give me a break. And then he he had to say, who was it who pointed this out? He was like, as an avid sportsman... Oh, God. Give me a fucking break, dude, as an yeah, avid you're sport. Not a sport. If you want to be a sportsman, I've said this before, I'm sure, go out and hunt with your bare hands. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm Put a fucking you know knife in your mouth and go fight? wrestle a you bear. Make, yeah, you want to make it a fair fight? Leave the gun at home. <laughs> exactly. Unless you are hunting for food, unless you need to hunt in order to provide food for your family. It's not sports. It's you not. Know? These sitting, guys are a bunch of fucking a, pussies. They don't even sitting have. They a, don't even have guns that you need skill. It's just these fucking. You can just spray, right? Come on, sitting in a duck blind shooting <laughs> at, at ducks is not a sport. It's just. You know what? Sit in the tree, jump <laughs> at ducks as they try to fly past you, and <laughs> grab them. Wrestle them to the That's ground. A sport. Beat yeah. the shit out wrestle, of them. Then rip them wrestle from the Run with a deer and tackle it. That's exactly. a sport. Exactly. That's a sport. These guys Shooting are a bunch of... at a deer with a rifle is not a sport. It's just ass hattery. And it, 
I don't know. I can't think of anything more boring. Jesus well, Christ. I'm sure there's stuff that's more boring. All right, boring. so that's one thing we can talk about. We can talk about that. We can talk about uh, the fact that I'm in, I'm in beautiful California. Uh, I've is been that here. your Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'm in beautiful California. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that good? It's not good? Doesn't sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Here in California, no, I, I, we have very strict... What? It's sort of like, almost like the borderline, you know... It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger meets Apu from... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's from supposed to be exaggerated. Like, did Dana yeah, Carvey uh, really sound like George H.W. Bush? Not gonna do it. I think Not he did. Not gonna do it. You think he did? All right, I so I don't really sound like... All right, whatever. All right, we won't no, talk no, about no, beautiful it's California. Right. It's all right. Uh... We can California talk about the, the president's tweet at Bob Corker. and <coughs> That's another strange, <laughs> strange thing. But Corker's response Corker's tweet, was excellent. He, he, tweeted, he tweeted back. <laughs> he tweeted back. And Did someone said, missed a shift like at the adult, adult daycare? Yeah. That's pretty good, so. dude. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. I've also heard that, that the president wears adult diapers. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I've heard things. People say... <laughs> People Dude, the grossest thing I've heard diapers. is yeah. that he goes up to the residence and plods around up there in a bathrobe. What does he think? He's uh, fucking, I don't know, uh, Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner was at least clever. Fucking I mean, Donald Trump with his orange hair plodding around the residence of the White House. Like, he's Ugh. like Caligula. Oh, God. So that's another <laughs> thing we could talk about. And then, we can talk about that. then the other thing that's awesome today was that Mike Pence's the vice president <laughs> staged walkout. He he yeah, he walked out offensive. of the Colts 49ers so game. He went, so he went to a football game right. with the express purpose of walking out exactly. during the national anthem exactly. because he knew that players exactly. were going to take a knee. Exactly. And and adding insult to injury. Yeah. He flew across the country just to do, to do that. He, at they, the cost of some two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to the American and taxpayers. apparently tweeted a picture of himself at the game that he had tweeted the exact same picture of him and his wife at the game, allegedly at the game, but it was actually a picture of him and his wife at some at some Indianapolis Colts game when he was the governor. So not only did he spend taxpayer money in in a way that one would describe as irresponsible if one if a Democrat were to do it. But well, then he bold-faced lied on social media. Um, you know, fuck him. I think that's... So that's another topic be, we can talk that's, about. That's criminal. Fuck. Criminal behavior. It's There's a lot of bad behavior. <laughs> plus, plus, there's been a lot of death this week. In addition to the 58 innocent people who died at a <sighs> concert in Las Vegas, but Tom Petty died. I'm free from... It's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. That shook me a little bit because it was so out of left field. I know. He just had like a massive heart attack. It was like just... Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't know what else was right, going right, on. Right, right, right. But, the, you know, the, the cause of death right now is a massive heart attack. Yeah. But the fact is, he's dead. He was playing right. at the Hollywood Bowl two weeks ago. Right. I was, um, uh, and now he's dead. Right. What's the What's the street in L.A. that he talks about in that song? Um, Ventura Boulevard. Yeah, I was on Ventura Boulevard a couple of nights ago. It was awesome. Yeah. And we we actually yeah. we mentioned uh, we we mentioned Tom Petty. 
So, so a lot of stuff going yeah. on. We have a lot to talk there's about a, today when we do when we do the show. Actually, there's actually one more death that I want to talk about in a, a totally serious, okay. a totally serious note. Um, I don't know if you remember. I went down to New Orleans a couple of times to meet with a man named John Thompson. I do remember who this. Had, who had been um, wrongfully and, and not the Georgetown basketball coach, another John Thompson. No, right? Not to be confused with the more well-known Georgetown former Georgetown basketball coach, but John Thompson was um, was a man from Louisiana who was convicted uh, uh, convicted for murder and put in jail in the Louisiana State Prison for 18 years. 18? 14 of, 18. 14 of which he was on death row. Now, when John got out of jail, he sued the DA for wrongful imprisonment because it turned out that... He was DA innocent. Had, well, I know, but also the DA had suppressed some vital uh, evidence. Suppressed. So... He that that case actually went to the Supreme Court and they knocked it down. Um, so he did not. He never got the money right. that he should have gotten. But what he did instead of becoming a bitter person, he decided to set up an organization to help other exonerees, other people who right. had been wrongfully imprisoned and who were released. Because it's extraordinary once, that he yeah, didn't once, get bitter. Yeah, I mean, once you're in jail. For I don't know, fourteen years, more, right. less, whatever. Yeah. It's hard to get rehabilitated into society. Right. Now when you're on when you're on death row, you don't get to work in prison. You don't develop a right, skill. Right. You're, aren't you in solitary the whole time? I'm not sure if you're in solitary. You I mean maybe maybe, but you're not allowed to work. So you don't come out with any skills. And then imagine coming out of jail to a world of cell phones and internet and all sorts of technology right. that you have no idea how to navigate. Right. So so John Thompson started an Like in Shawshank Redemption. The guy exactly. who hung himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He did hang himself because he did not know how to... He couldn't how, know how to deal with it, right? Yeah. Um, so John Thompson started this organization called um, Resurrection After Exoneration, R.A.E., Right, and it was it was sort of like this halfway house slash you know community That's pretty center awesome where that he did that. other yeah where other exonerees would go and you know it gave them support to reintegrate into society. And I went down there twice, including once about two years ago, and I made a short film with my friend Jane Wells about another exoneree who when he was released from prison about a month later was diagnosed with stage three lung cancer and when <sighs> I met him when I met him he was about two months away from dying. Uh, God, and I spent and I spent yeah, and I spent his whole some life time robbed from him with, only to discover yeah. that he's so sick when he gets out. Oh my God. Exactly. Well he was sick when he was in but he was right. not treated. Right. So so John called me to tell me about this other man, Glenn Ford, and he said, you know, you should come down and to make something out of this. And I did. And I spent some time with him then. Um, and I stayed in touch with him. And he was a great guy who was just a positive life force. And he died this week. Wow. Also, wow. out of nowhere, he was posting stuff on Facebook 
that morning. And then when I went online at night, I saw people posting stuff that he died. Oh, my God. Yeah. He you, just dropped dead. It's terrible. You know, this story. Fif- fif- 55 years old. Right. Wow. 55. 55. It's so it's been, it's been a tough, tough, tough week. Tough week, yeah. You know, this story that you're telling about him reminds me, before I before I got in the plane to come out um, to California, I was watching, I guess, a, a rerun of the weeks this week with John Oliver. And yeah. he did this whole thing about how, you know, the FBI has been using all of these very suspect methods to establish guilt in these capital cases like bite mark analysis, hair analysis, and all this stuff. And it turns out all this stuff is total, utter fucking bullshit. Uh, And that, you know, what you see on CSI, whatever, where they, like, you know, immediately hit on the DNA using hair strands that they picked up with a piece of, you know, tape in the room. It's it's bullshit. And that for years they've been using stuff like bite mark analysis. I don't, you know, whatever. And that during the Obama years, they set up some commission to study these methods and whether they should be permissible in court. Guess what? Jefferson Beauregard Sessions has shut down this yeah, Blue Ribbon shock. Commission that was essentially going to recommend that all this stuff is utter fucking bullshit. Even the charlatan who insisted that he was the world's leading expert on bite mark analysis said, yeah, 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 this stuff is total utter bullshit. I'm a charlatan. I recommend <laughs> using it. But Jefferson Beauregard Sessions is like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to use this stuff because – you know, I'm a racist motherfucker and who's mostly accused of these things is people of color. And so fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another topic we can discuss this week. I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot we can talk about. There's a lot going on. That's for sure. And we should not make light of every single thing. Um, Especially it's it's been a pretty dark week. It has been a dark week. This, this, this Las Vegas shooting thing is really, I, I immediately, I immediately looked at Lauren. I said, no concerts. Uh, no crowded places, you know, there's a, there's a really good kebab place in the, uh, Westfield Montgomery mall that I like to go Uh to. I was like, I'm not going to, and instead of calling it a food court, these idiots call it the dining terrace. I looked at Lauren, I was like, no dining terrace for kebab. Um, it's just, it's really having an effect on the way in which we live and like, what is it? Only like three percent of the gun owning public owns like, you know, like half of the guns. Half of half, the guns. Half of the guns. Okay, can I just say something though? You just said that you are now changing the way you live. Yep. As a result of this, I have heard stories from other people who I will not name because I've been asked not to talk about some people. Understood. On this, Understood. On this show. Understood. Who they too are rethinking how they live their lives. And you know what that is? What? That's terror. That's terrorism. Yeah. That yeah. we have to we had this reconfigure di- right. our world because we're afraid right. of going places now. Right. And then so there was, the terrorists are winning. There was the some debate. There was some debate on social media about whether to call what had happened in uh yeah. in Las Vegas terrorism. And I really didn't understand those who were well, saying, well, it's not terrorism. Even people, and, and not, among them were people who were terrorist analysts. And I, I didn't understand it. it. The intent was to kill as many people possible and terrorize the rest of us. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. 
but they're not Muslim. But the shooter in the North shooter wasn't a Muslim. Muslim. And you know, and if, if more of those people enjoying that concert had a gun, yeah. they would have been much safer. Because you know, How? firing from the ground up thirty-two flights in the dark yeah. while bullets are flying is definitely the way to the way to keep everybody safe. So, so at least he put lie to that myth <laughs> that a good that a good person with a gun can take out a bad person with a gun. So okay, that's not going to work. So you know, I actually. None of this shit is going to happen. Nothing no, is going to happen. No, nothing. Nothing. I actually tweeted out. I actually tweeted out something, and I said that we need to have a national conversation about the scour- the scourge of white on white violence <laughs> right. in this country, because it's a real problem. Right. I went to a soccer tournament in your neck of the woods this weekend in Montgomery County, Maryland, and I'm thinking there are a lot of white people around here. Right. Maybe. A few people have guns, right. and maybe somebody's going to commit mass murder. Right. I mean, Maryland does have some strict gun control laws, but it's only a matter of time before the courts strike them down. Okay, so, Maryland does have strict gun control laws, but not every neighboring state no, exactly. has strict gun control laws. Exactly. So how difficult is it to throw a gun or an arsenal into your Into the back of your car, pull up at drive. the soccerplex, and start blowing right. people away. Right. So when when people say like, oh, well, look at all the violence in Chicago and they have some of the strictest gun control laws in the country. One, they do not any longer have some of the strictest gun control laws. Because the courts have eviscerated them. And two, a lot of the guns don't come from in state. They come from Indiana. Right. Oh, right wait, who was the governor of Indiana until recently? I can't remember his name. Oh, Mike Pence. The guy who just oh, staged a walkout right. out of a football game. Because that's what's that's fucking right. important in the world. Exactly. Mike Pence. That's Jesus right. Jesus Christ. The so, evil and the douchebaggery knows no limits. Exactly. It really... And the hypocrisy knows Colin no limits. Colin Kaepernick's a son of a bitch, but all those good avid exactly. sportsmen with their 47 guns. I woke Jordan up on Monday morning and I said... Jordan, and there was a shooting, and it was in Las Vegas. He got up, we started watching the news, and before any commentary can come out, I said, now listen, we can't politicize this right now. This is not, this is a tragedy, and now is not the time to talk about gun control. The, the tragedy is too fresh. And Jordan came back from school in the afternoon and he said boy it's almost like you predicted it he's like that's that's the first thing they said this I'm like, is this the way to fucking I've deflect this, it's unbelievable I've seen this movie before it's almost as if everybody is reading off of a script could you imagine if Stephen Paddock wasn't some 64 year old white dude but his name was Abu Akbar Al-Saif Al-Jihadi we'd Al-Jihadi. be a right we'd be in fucking country. war we'd be rounding Muslims up in this country there wouldn't be exactly. waiting time we can't politicize the tragedy we no. would fucking send every Every federal agent everywhere to raid every mosque, every neighborhood where there might be a Muslim, where Americans were calling in on the fucking Stasi line that the DHS has set up to round these yep. people up. It's a fucking Shonda, a Shonda. Or, I said, or you know what? If the guy, if the, if Stephen Paddock was an African American, we'd have a lot of fucking gun control discussion today about getting about true. restricting. Uh, not just true. bump stocks, but but assault style weapons and whatever. Blah blah blah. The other thing, wait, this you dropped a quarter in me. I got to keep going. I got to keep going here. I, I dropped a quarter. In this, this fucking thing. Now the new bullshit is on the right is that people who support gun control, 
journalists yeah. writing about gun control, they don't understand guns well enough to actually uh, legitimately make a call uh, for common sense gun laws. You don't understand it. You've never held a gun. You've never fired a gun. You don't understand the difference between an assault weapon and a rifle and this and that. You know what I say that? Fuck you. I'm sick of your fucking excuses. Exactly. Well, it's the same people who said, you liberals on the coast really need to take a lot longer and a lot closer look at the at the whites in the middle of the country right, and, and their economic grievances and, and understand why they're so angry and what the, and why they voted for Donald Trump. Fuck you. Fuck you. Because How they about, voted for Donald Trump because he was a white supremacist, not because of their economic grievances. Oh yeah, maybe it was that. Yeah. Not every single one of them, of course, but most of them. Yeah. Almost all of them, I would say. Except for those who felt like he was going to push through whatever agenda they wanted, like tax cuts, tax right. cuts for the rich, or eviscerating protections for women's health, whatever it is. Right. And, and all that shit's happening, by the way. So the Republicans are happier than pigs and shit, no matter what the hell shape this guy's going to leave the country in. Right. As long as their political agenda gets passed. Yep. So they don't care. They don't give a shit. Not a and fucking... And not once again, one scintilla of shit. Yeah. And, and once again, you and I are talking about all of these other things because they're interesting and they're fun to talk right. about and sometimes we have a couple laughs. But the one big thing that we almost never talk about is the most important thing going on right now. The Russia, Russia investigation. Russia hacked our elections. <laughs> exactly. They hacked our Perfect. elections... And now we're trying to figure out whether or not Team Trump played an active role in this. I would. That's all this boils down to. I would guess that Robert Mueller is finding out that they probably did. Otherwise, this investigation would not be going on as long as it has. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to say, I hate to say it because it brings back another national trauma, but I think yeah. we should go back to paper ballots. Until until we can yeah. figure out what's going on, in the famous words of Donald Trump when he was discuss- yeah. when he was proposing to prevent Muslims from coming into the country, yeah. even U.S. citizens. To. I think we should. The Russians clearly have an advantage in this uh, offensive in, in cyber in, in the cyber, as as Trump would say. Right. In the cyber. And so we. I'm, at the cyber. I would be more than happy to fill out a paper ballot and hand it in next election day. I think. I think what's more likely to happen. Well, I, I think you're right. That would be uh, that would be a good solution. But I think what's more likely to happen is that they'll just decide to suppress more voters. Right. That's exactly right. And that's and you know when we talk about vote suppression, who we're talking about? <laughs> which white Republicans which? somehow don't get their votes suppressed? Dude, I <laughs> love it. It's amazing, like that people don't think that there's a problem. Like in in wealthy white areas, it takes all of five or six minutes to cast your ballot. Yet yeah. in poor African-American or Latino areas, people wait in line four hours. Four right. hours. Plus, when they get them, then they say they don't have the right, then it, they, they've been disqualified from voting for some funky-ass reasons that's because right. some oh, white racist decided that they weren't properly registered. Fuck. And also, nobody thinks that this is a problem? Yeah. Or nobody does anything about it? Nobody like, does anything about it. Because everybody's too forget. busy. Too busy with their bullshit. But let's not forget that for most, not all, but for most white-collar employees, they can show up 
a half hour late to work. Right, right. And and they're not punching a clock. Right. But when you are not, when you don't have a job like that, when you're on the clock, it's not so easy right. to get out. And to there's work. no reliable public transportation in your area. Jesus Christ! Well, you should Could just you have imagine? a car. You should just have a car then. Hey, there's lots and of. Why don't you? And why don't you have a driver's right. license? And why don't you have a valid exactly. voter ID? This is I the have thing. one. Why don't you? I can't. Believe, like people don't care that there's voter suppression in this country. Like. No, I don't want to protest. There's a sale at Nordstrom. I mean, like, what the fuck? I don't get it. I mean, what's an appropriate form of protest? Because clearly you can't take a knee knee. during the national anthem. I'm taking a knee right now. That's it. I've been taking a knee for like six months. I'm just going to, you know what? I think I'm going to go about my daily business on one knee. My knees are killing me. (laughs) Jesus. You can't take a knee. You can't take a knee during the national anthem because... But, yeah, but somehow it's disrespectful. It's to disrespectful soldiers. to police officers and people in uniform so, in the flag. Are they the only people who count? Like I <laughs> thought that one of the best things about America is that we're all equal. <laughs> right. So can't question so the cops, man. And, and I also seem to remember, remember Officer McBain or Bain, whatever the fucking guy guy his name. Can't question him, even though he's a lying sack of shit. Uh, no, you can't. The question guy from him. He's serving the. Isn't he serving the public, though? Don't we pay his salary? So, by extension, aren't we contributing in some way? And that dude has a huge salary. I also seem to remember that they did away with the draft. Right. Uh, These guys are volunteers. About 40 years ago. So, look, I'm not questioning anybody who who joins the Army for whatever reason, whether it's to to go to college or whether it's to get away from a bad situation. Like, good. Good for you. Good on you. I'm, you know what? Serve the country, serve it with pride. Right. Do what you got to do. But your citizenship is not more valuable than, than mine. mine. Well, you know the way in which the term, the, the way in which the the terms of the debate have been framed over the last fifteen or sixteen years is that there is a certain definition of patriotism that the right wing in this country has a, has created and appropriated, and unless you live up to that specific standard, you're clearly not a patriotic American. So if you don't think that everybody should have as many guns as they want, if you think that you know law enforcement is above the law and cannot be questioned, if you think voter ID laws are just a reasonable response to the problem of voter fraud. You can't possibly be a a patriotic American citizen. If you, you know, and on and on and on. If you are not always and forever suspicious of our fellow Muslim citizens, you can't possibly be a patriotic American citizen. This is the terms of debate. uh, This is the terms on which American patriotism has been defined by the right since at least the attacks on New York and Washington in September 11th, I would but even say it's, before. It's probably longer. Yeah. Than, it's probably longer. Right. Than that that accentuated. I mean, that national trauma yeah. has accentuated, and we've gone completely bonkers, off, bananas, off without any else. national self introspection about what we've done to ourselves. Not well, that it was great so before. It's not like it was great before, but now there's all kinds of justifications for why we should continue down this insane path of self destruction. I think it's safe to say that the terrorists on 9-11 achieved their objectives. Right. They knew they were going to break. They won. They, they did. They won. They were going to sow chaos country. and doubt within this country that brings we're us low. And look who we elected. Douchebag Trump. We're two Trump. schmucks. 
Would two schmucks like you and me have a podcast bitching about this country? <laughs> the terrorists have won. The terrorists haven't won. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, that's the the best evidence we have that the terrorists have won. Seriously, seriously. That if the that, Amen if, corner if is the conscience of the nation. That we exist at all is <laughs> is evidence of the fact that the terrorists have okay, won. Okay, so so now that we've discussed all this, what are we going to talk about this week? I don't know. I mean, this is usually like our pregame. Shit. I don't know. Anyway. Well, maybe we'll just well, save we it could, for next week. That's a good idea. Yeah. We can talk about... Um, I don't know. Anything, anything else going on? No. Well, the, the Yankees shit the bed the other night. Oh, God. I thought we were never to discuss it oh, ever. that's right. Do not that's ever right. discuss it. All right. Well, I guess that's we'll have to right. think about all these different topics for next we'll week. We'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. think that's a good to-do list for next week, though. All right. So the next week we'll actually have a show. Sure. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you. All right. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. All right. Later.